and welcome to Co-Oppo Mode, a couple's opinion on gaming. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Rose. Welcome back. How's it been going? How you been doing? Having a good time? Having a great time. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, had, uh, we just had a good weekend. We kind of went to a children's museum. It was a blast. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> kind of had too much fun, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we wore ourselves out. Yeah. Uh, so, you have any ideas? What the game this week is? I have a scared suspicion because when I was playing Demio on the VR, yes. I accidentally looked up at the screen for a moment and I think I saw Dark Souls 2 and I was like, I hope that's not it because I'm not ready for that. Well, guess what, Rose? You're wrong. It's not Dark oh, Souls good. 2. It's Dark Souls 1. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. Oh, no. You couldn't have set me up better and I love it. <laughs> uh I'm not ready. I oh, can't play this I game. I think you're more ready than you than you know. It looks so hard. It always looks so cool to me, but it looks so hard. That's yes. partly because we do watch Monster Factory. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody <laughs> wants to see a funny video, check out Monster Factory on YouTube. When they play Dark Souls, they create a wild character and then they run Dark Souls and they do some crazy mods. Yeah, Griffin usually runs some ridiculous mods where it's, it's so, just it looks pure so hard, <laughs> and maybe that's why my <laughs> judgment's a little clouded. Yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah. not as hard as what. Don't judge I this game by the fact that he has a mod that draws aggro from every creature on the map, and they all come running for him the second he spawns in. It's not that bad. Okay, because <laughs> that's what I know about this game. Um, the one we will be playing uh, uh, is. Dark Souls remastered. It's a uh, they did a remaster recently. It's kind of has some updated graphics. They make it look a little cleaner, and then uh, the online is a little more capable. So I should be able to. I haven't had a chance to test this out, but I should be able to like pop in and help you out or help you run through some stuff because that's actually part of the fun of Dark Souls. The multiplayer doesn't work as easy as you would expect, but that's. I think part of the charm because it's not supposed to be easy. You're not supposed to just depend on it. You got to do a little bit on your own. Mm -hmm. And then if you get to that point, yeah, have a buddy help you out. You just want me to go into and talk about the game a little bit? Or oh, you got man, anything I'm scared. you think about? I don't just, know. <laughs> there's just pure fear and dread over here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> She's sweating. I am. <laughs> Super am. All right. Well, Dark Souls is that action role-playing game developed by From Software and published by Namco Bandai Games. It is essentially the spiritual successor to the Demon Souls game, which only came out on PlayStation. So that's why ah, we got Dark Souls. Yep. Okay. You might know from software from other games like the Armored Core franchise, Tenchu, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and most recently, Elden Ring. They also have like a couple cult hits called, uh, one's called Metal Wolf Chaos. And just, <laughs> I'm telling you, just Google this up and look at just the pure insanity this thing is. It's, it's robot mechs and like, crazy shooting and the vice president in this game is the bad guy uh it's not like real america it's no. fake japanese america it's it's pure ridiculousness and it the, the the dialogue is just insanity it's it's amusing in that way oh, wow. some people just love it and some people bounce off and i did find out they made a little uh, monster hunter psp spinoff where you had the felines and you just told them to do things and they would go and do stuff you okay. didn't directly control them. And I thought that was just kind of an interesting little side note. Hmm. Dark Souls was originally released on PlayStation 3 and 360 in Japan on September 2011. And then it came over uh, Western side in October 2011. So we didn't have to wait too long for uh, our yeah. port. And then the uh, remastered version was released worldwide May 2018. So pretty, pretty recent. The... The game originally in the Western areas, Europe and the United States, sold just about 1.2 million copies in a year. That's pretty good. And this was, I mean, I remember this. I remember people talking about Demon Souls and how hardcore it was, but it really was Dark Souls when it came out 
that people are like, oh, here's this hardcore game. You got to play it. You're not a real gamer, you know, or like people are like trying to challenge themselves. I remember trying it out the first time. This is not making me feel better. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it's so hard. You're not a real gamer. <laughs> I think if you remember the time leading up to the release of this, these Souls games, games were kind of getting to be handholded. You had regenerating health. It was easy to just hide behind some cover and recover. It, it would walk you through areas. Like, people didn't realize just kind of how handholdy games were getting for a while there. Hmm. And it's not necessarily that that's always a bad thing, but I think people missed some of that old challenge. Like, like I said, you love Super Mario 3. That game... Then, like, the last two worlds is really hard. Mm -hmm. It's not easy, but you love it, right? Because you've played it. You've learned it. You, you feel know what satisfied you can do. when yeah. you get through it. And that is that is the biggest selling point of Dark Souls. If you get through an area, you de finally defeat that boss, That that's some of the most satisfying feelings that I've had in, in video games in general. <laughs> uh, I specifically remember a Dark Souls souls three instance where i was just beat my head against this boss and when i finally beat it i literally jumped up and threw my arms in the air and like just was like Woo! <laughs> and i was like so relieved that i was like okay i'm gonna save it i'm gonna come back and check out the new area later i just need to like revel in this yep. i don't need to get beat up by a new area cheap shot or something yeah as of uh, March 2021, 20, the Dark Souls series as a whole, the three games have sold almost 30 million copies outside of Japan. Wow. Yes. So that's been about, yeah, I mean, essentially wow. a decade of Dark Souls. Oh, cool. <laughs> I just saw that. I really enjoy that. Uh, the uh, Metacritic review for the original Dark Souls ranged from 85 to 89. That's pretty good. Um, And that's, I think the PC port got a little bit less because they didn't originally make it for pc just the western audience wanted it so bad oh. in japan they're much more console focused over there a pc is a much more westernized thing that huh. we like to have yeah i i think consoles are just more compact they like i mean that's why switch is popular it's handheld you can take it wherever you go right, right. that's why the psp blew up that's why monster hunter blew up over there because they put it in a portable format it didn't take up a lot of space they they appreciate space-saving things over there a lot. Yeah. You see some of the crazy gadgets they make sometimes mm -hmm. and how they all fold up and get put away. The uh, The remaster uh, ranges from 83 to 86 on Metacritic. And unfortunately, the Nintendo Switch version got the 83. But I think that's just the... It can't quite pump out the same level of graphics that the you know Xbox One and PS4 can. Uh, it's just... I think that's the only thing. I heard that the sound doesn't come through quite as well. But that, huh. honestly, that might just be through the handset instead of playing through the TV speakers. Because there's a difference there. Sure. I did see there was one person that was so mad, gave, gave it a zero for the Nintendo Switch. Because <laughs> he's like, this is just the same game. They could have done so much better. And they were freaking out. And I wanted to bring this up. Do you know the difference between a remake and a remaster? A remake would be different and a remaster would be like upgrading the graphics. Yeah. Is uh, that right? Pretty much. So a remaster is you usually take an old game and you kind of polish it up. You might add a new feature, like make the online multiplayer work better. That was sure. one of the things to do. But it's the same game. Yeah. And they just took the old game and, you know, gave it a good spit shine. You know, it the nicer. word master the best better <laughs> um, mastery and a remake is when they usually they'll build rebuild the game from the ground up it's not they're not taking the old game and throwing some new shit on it it's they're building it up from the base engine up because a lot of people were whining about the dark souls remaster because from software did a remake of demon souls for mm. the playstation 5 this game looks crisp and amazing i'm not gonna lie like it was one of the first games to really show what the PlayStation 5 could actually do. Oh, wow. And people were like, oh, that's amazing. Let's get a Dark Souls version of that. And they just did a remaster. So people got a little upset. But honestly, I don't know why people have to get so butthurt about that stuff. It's not that big a deal. Like, you got a remaster. Because he just you can bought play. the game twice. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've it already. And, 
this is it, folks. Do your research before you buy a game. You know, <laughs> that that's what it comes down to. Take a peek. Because if you think you might not want it when you read stuff about it, there might be a chance you don't want it. <laughs> Especially if you know you like the game ahead of time. You know what I mean? That's I'm getting all worked up over nothing. <laughs> I'm going to move on. I did find a little uh, interesting quote. The creators of Stranger Things said Dark Souls was one of their inspirations when they were oh. making it. They said that the upside down and that creepy dark feel like, you know, you're in this dark gothic place mm -hmm. was partially inspired by Dark Souls. When you play it, it's this dark fantasy, this gothic fantasy, right? Mm -hmm. The second you're in that game, you know where you are. You know that vibe. And that was what they wanted to extend to the upside down in Stranger That's Things. That's very interesting. And I, I thought that was a fun little, little yeah, nod. I can see that. I really appreciate that because Dark Souls has been such an influential game that a lot of people cite it as video games as an art form. Yeah, okay. And seeing that someone else, a, a TV show maker, a movie maker, mm -hmm. took inspiration from the art in this video game to get that vibe, that is such a high compliment, I feel it like. It is, yeah. A lot of times this game has been cited as one of the greatest video games of all time. And the reason I say that is there is a list on Wikipedia where they list all these games. And if this game has made it on at least six different publications, best slash greatest game of all time, they put this game on the list. There's about a hundred of them. Okay. Dark Souls is one of them. Like... Which you think, okay, it's one of a hundred games that made it to the best game in six different publications. But if you think about how many games have come out over the years, yeah. like all time, this is one of those games that always pops up. Do you know another one that's on that list? You know what? It's funny. They had like Centipede and Frogger because of things that they did other games weren't doing. The How the Centipede moved... Uh, down and like brought that pressure on you as a as a character you were worried and if you didn't if you made a missed a shot then you have two centipedes come like yeah uh i believe uh one of the super marios is on there. a couple of them are on there it, it's sometimes these games get on this list because oh this is the best rpg or this is the sure. best platformer stuff like that so all those different reasons have made it on different that's lists. neat but i thought it was fun and i really should take a look through it just just for shits and giggles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Another thing about Dark Souls is it really is one of the most influential games to come out. And the reason I say that is because this game started spawning the term Souls-like. Oh, yes. Okay. Right? So I talked about uh, Metroidvania, which is a combination of Metroid and Castlevania. Castlevania. Which is, so it speaks to those type of games. Uh, Roguelike. It speaks to back to an old game called Rogue, which I actually looked up and it's wild how old this game actually was. Yeah. <laughs> or even it, it brought this term into the light that the games industry has accepted. And a lot of games have incorporated elements of Dark Souls. The when I think about a Souls like it's usually t a little tougher difficulty. Uh, there's a bonfire like system you you know you have a nice little rest point and the enemies respawn and you have to do it all over again wow. right and then there's a, a bit of a risk reward with dying usually dying once isn't the problem dying twice is the problem that's that's how these type of games go and within from software themselves they have a term called soulsborn that any game that is in the dark souls or uh, bloodborne type vein they call soulsborne so elden ring is a soulsborne it's an open world one but it is uh sekiro soulsborne so they have an own their own term to describe the kind of game that they do the best like i'm and they do they excel at this so much and i can't think of a higher form of compliment in the game industry to than to have a specific term tied to something you made yeah and if that's not influential i don't know what is folks <laughs>
So let's talk about how I feel about it. How are you feeling right now? You're getting nervous. You... I'm pretty nervous. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I don't feel like I'm a good enough gamer to play that hard of a game, but we'll see what happens. Well, I want to say this, and you were willing to take your time and be patient playing Demio, right? And I told you that. You were being more patient than me. Dark yeah, Souls, which surprised me, because if we're talking about patience, <laughs> you win that contest. Yeah, day-to-day -day life. In video games, <laughs> I'm not as patient. <laughs> Dark Souls is very much, there, especially the first one, as the series has evolved and as new games came out, a little more Twitch controls and being quicker on the draw was had become more important, depending on which game in the Soulsborne series you have played. Mm -hmm. But this one is much more about being patient, and technical and learning your environment because hmm. you're going to run through the same environment multiple times sometimes you're farming for souls which is what you need to level up and to buy things okay that's why dying and then dying a second time and losing them is even doubly hurt because then you can't buy something then you can't you know level yourself up to get that one more point that one more edge you need to get somewhere um but once you know an area, you take your time, you walk through slow, you know, there's an enemy here. Wait for his attack. Do this. Wait for that. Like, it becomes this very, almost like a, a slow dance that you kind of learn. And as you get better, you go through faster. You move through quicker. You get mm -hmm. stronger. You get a better weapon. You know, it, you really feel that slow creep and getting better, not just stronger, but better at the game. Hmm. And coming back to play Dark Souls after playing Elden Ring was very interesting. Because when I first started it up, I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels clunky. It feels really slow. Because Elden Ring is a little faster paced. And I was like, oh man, maybe I'm, I don't remember. Maybe I don't like this as much as I thought. But as I kept playing, I learned that, no, that's, that's not a bad thing. That's how this game, this game is very specifically designed to do this. It's not just about jamming that attack button. It's about timing that attack button. It's like when I play Greatsword and Monster Hunter. Oh. You plan when you do that big attack. You can't just get in there and slice, 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 slice. You plan that big attack. And that's every attack in this game almost. Oh, man. It'll be interesting to see how this hits. There's things about it that might hit well, but it might hit bad. Yeah, and this is this is part of... I thought about making you play Elden Ring first because in some ways I can see Elden Ring is a little easier. It's much... You can get to playing multiplayer much quicker and have buddies help you than this one because you don't start out with that ability. And... Also, uh, magic is much more viable immediately. Hmm. Um, in Dark Souls 1, it takes a little bit to get to that point. But I really wanted you to experience Dark Souls first. Because I wanted you to see where this series started. Yeah. And I felt that that would be a much more interesting light to view it in when I am going to make you eventually play Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. And I'd be excited to get into it again and play it with you. But I want you to start here so you have a baseline to see how far this series has actually come. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, one of the things that I really appreciated was just the level design. This yeah. game, everything, except for flipping Blight Town. God damn it, I hate Blight Town. <laughs> <laughs> Every other, that, it's just gets confusing. It doesn't confusing. sound fun. I mean, it's <laughs> that, called Blight Town. Yeah, right? I mean, it's in the name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, everywhere you can go, everywhere you path you find, kind of ends up leading back. And it, it, it dips into this Metroidvania mechanic where as you get further in the game, you find a shortcut back to areas you've been. Then you can find a bonfire and you can get to those further areas quicker because there isn't a teleportation right off the beginning of the game. You can't teleport to a bonfire. You have to walk there. But... Finding shortcuts makes it all quicker. And honestly, farming souls along the way is not the worst thing you can do. Like, it's not a bad thing. But I'm so impressed at somebody who spatially thought all this up and mapped it out and it works. You never... 
there's been times where I felt like I got lost and then all of a sudden I'm back somewhere I recognize and then it all makes sense. Oh, that was that like pathway I saw before. I was on that. I didn't realize. Mm. So you kind of, the more you play, the more you learn the map, the more you know where you're going. It gets easier. It's all, it's all about this slow grind this game is. Yeah. And the basic, your basic, uh, the basic gameplay is kill enemy, get souls, level up. Kill enemy, get souls, buy something. Kill enemy, get souls, and upgrade your equipment. It's, it's, it's like that Monster Hunter grind. At first, it can seem overwhelming, but then once you start seeing the payback for what you're doing, it's only a little bit. But you appreciate it so much more. You go from it takes three hits to kill an enemy to two hits. How much faster can you run through an area when you can kill enemies in two hits instead of three hits? Mm -hmm. And then you actually see how much better you're getting. And I really kind of appreciate about that game. It, It doesn't just give you, here's the super mega Godzilla killer sword and you can do anything and you're going to burn through enemies like Dynasty Warriors. No you're getting better slowly, much more realistically for a game where you essentially fight zombies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and watching you play Demio and get excited by the strategy is one of the things that I think might hook you because this game is much more strategy-based than I, I think I remembered. Like, look, you could just be a good Twitch player and you could be pretty good at this game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But learning, like, What's the weapon you should use? What's the stat you should upgrade? Mm-hmm. What's the uh, path you should take? It's all strategy. There's so much of it that I, I, it's kind of mind-blowing, actually. It's really just an action chess game, almost. That's what it feels oh, like. Okay. Um, you, you know, learning the moveset for your weapon. Should I do two-handed or one-handed? Like, there's, there's so much to think about, and it... It's the same thing like Monster Hunter. It can feel overwhelming, but once you understand why, then it it's a lot easier. You still got to think about it, but it's a lot easier. And mm-hmm. I'll be there to help you out because I didn't understand how the stat system worked when I first played. Oh, boy. <laughs> why? Play... Is it labeled weird? Why is it confusing? <sighs> I think that there is a lot on the menu and oh, it can seem no. overwhelming. But honestly, if you look for the few important bits then it makes so much more sense. And I'll explain it to you. And they use the same system in Dark Souls 3, and that's when I finally figured it out. <laughs> dense son of a gun two, sometimes. Two games later? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds hard. <laughs> it does. You're good at games. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I can be stubborn because I think, oh, this sword does more, I should just use that. And it's not so much... Think about this. Think about you have you... And some strong guy who can lift like a one ton boulder. If I give you a claymore and him a claymore, who's going to do more damage with a claymore? Right, because he has more strength. Yes. But say you're probably more dexterous because this guy can't move a lot. Mm -hmm. If I give you a knife and give him a knife, yeah, maybe he might do more physical damage, but you could stab more times because you could move around something, right? Yeah. So that's kind of the thought process is that's where the stats go. What do you put the stats to make the most use of your weapons and abilities? Okay. You know, if you're going to cast spells, throw some in intelligence. Your spells do more damage, right? <laughs> Be smart. Spells. <laughs> oh, I, I play, I, I've been playing a cleric this time and I got this cool lightning spell mm-hmm. and I just like, I feel like Zeus and I grab that thing and chuck it and I feel like a total badass. And then I also have this big claymore that I just upgraded that has divine energy attack. So it does like... That does sound pretty cool. I sick. do have a soft spot for clerics, though. Yeah, right? They're like beefy magic users. <laughs> yeah, Those D&D. are the good kinds. Yeah, that's very much so. I'm yeah. a beefy magic user. Yep. Uh, and then just that satisfaction of when you finally beat the boss. I came across one of the first... Uh, bosses you get after you leave the tutorial area is this big Taurus demon. Think of like this huge minotaur with an axe and you got to fight him. And he whooped me twice. And I was like, what the hell? Like I had no problem beating this guy before. But then when I was like, wait a second, Matt, just learn his moves, learn when to attack, remember. And then I beat him and it was satisfying. It still felt satisfying to beat that guy after all these years. 
and that is the core of the gameplay. If you can beat if you can beat that boss, I think that's what can hook you. Just like when you beat those first tough monsters in Monster Hunter and you feel like you beat Legiani on your own. How bad did that like I feel like a badass, oh, right? You feel so accomplished. That's that's that feeling in spades. <laughs> oh I don't know, man. That's a pretty nice high on Monster Hunter. Yeah, it is. But that is also why I wanted you to play Monster Hunter first, because I wanted you to feel it out. <laughs> Just a giving bit. me a, a free sample, and then. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, I feel like you need some more drugs. <laughs> yeah, they, right. Here, here, here's some, here's some uncut stuff before I start cutting in the rough shit. <laughs> oh my oh, no. goodness! Here's some uncut dark you know, Monster Hunter, and then I'm going to cut in some Dark Souls, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're playing Elden Ring all day. <laughs> Gotta get the bits! <laughs> <sighs> I think, I think I'm going to stop gushing there, because I've, I've really gotten a reappreciation and love for this game, and I really appreciate this remaster. There's lots of other things I could talk about, but I don't want to overwhelm you too much, so I'm just going to go what kind of, what's the vibe? How, how, what's the rating on how excited you are to try this? Uh, rating scared. <laughs> Fearful. How about a six? It sounds cool. Well, I don't know. It's hard. I've always thought these games look awesome. Yes. The and vibe they look is amazing. Like if you can play it, it would be super fun. Mm -hmm. I've always been worried that it would be too hard because I never really tried to play games on that order before. Yes. I'm not really sure why. I guess I got to think about that. There must have been something that I tried at some point in my life where I was like, I really suck at this. And then I was like, no, that's just not for me. And I don't think it helped that I talked about how hard these games were. Over Everybody the years. talks about yeah. how hard they are. I mean, that's that's that's, that's going to scare a person, right? Yeah. It doesn't always excite people, you know, I I think that I've always honest... wanted to try it. Yeah. And you've said that and you you know what? You've got a little more experience under your belt now. I think it's time to try something it's time a little to crazy. Try it. I'm probably going to end up crying, aren't I? I'm <laughs> just kidding. I don't know about crying. You might you might throw the controller at me. <laughs> no. No throwing controllers. Yeah, we don't we're not a controller. We don't do that. Household Heck at all. No. And you know, I I was debating another game this week, but honestly, the other I got to play the other game a lot more. <laughs> Part of it was I started playing this Dark Souls because I wanted to do it, and uh, then I got a little hooked on it again. It got, it got its hooks <laughs> it in got me. me. And also, this was originally my plan anyway, so it's like you know what, I'm sticking with my plan. I'm making you play Dark Souls. All right. <laughs> so. I don't think I'm pretty excited. I guess like a six or a seven. Nervous excitement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, a good way I to feel like it. I might puke kind of excitement. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, I'll get a paper bag when you start playing. <laughs> All right, I think it's time to let you try this out. Let's see what happens. Oh, I'm boy. excited. And honestly, I'm also excited just to try playing the original Dark Souls with somebody. I never did the multiplayer. I was always a solo guy. So okay. this, is, this is a little bit of freshness for me too. So we'll see you guys in a little bit. Bye-bye. Welcome back. Here we are on the other side of Dark Souls Remastered. How are you feeling right now? <laughs> I feel like I got beat up in an alleyway and left for dead. <laughs> Welcome to your first Dark Souls experience. <laughs> I'm not too proud of myself, that's for sure. I I really, I said this before off our, our recording before, and I want to reiterate, you don't need to feel bad about Dark Souls beating you up, because the first time I ever played it, the very first time when this game first came out, I got my ass kicked up and down that freaking <laughs> <laughs> up and down the uh, undead berg and it was just it it's really hard and watching you play is just memories it's like this is all i went through before i eventually got dark souls <laughs> like figured it out so don't feel bad and i just want you to talk about your experience well so i started the game up Made a pyromancer quick, you know, 
the game starts, I didn't even know that I was in a tutorial until you're like, oh yeah, this is the tutorial. And to me, the tutorial was the game punching you in the face over and over and then telling you <laughs> to apologize to it. Like, it was really fast and furious. Mm-hmm. And the I, I guess the hardest thing is the controls for this game are so counterintuitive because it plays really differently than a lot of other games. So that was constantly kind of hard for me. It got better the more I played, but I still Mm -hmm. always had a moment where I would forget what button to push to do a certain thing or press the wrong one. Or, And it also doesn't help that the controls themselves are very slow. So I'm used to a more fast reaction time. Yes. And I'll try to like guard or attack (laughs) or press B to run and nothing happens for a half a second and you're like nope I did the wrong thing I'm still unsure being a new player I mentioned this in the first half how like I said after playing Elden Ring this felt kind of clunky it is so it is so clunky and slow and it feels like you are constantly moving in quicksand it's yep. frustrating. It's and that's and that's what I, I go I it's once I realized that's literally how they made it. Like so to focus you into being uh very methodical, <sighs> very uh plan out your attacks, they were very focused on that in this it, this first iteration of See, Dark Souls. I, I don't know, I don't get that. I I don't understand it. I don't think that makes you methodical or plan things out. Like I, it's funny, our viewpoints on this game are really different in that way. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I don't know. Like, I thought it was cool that they made the controls so different compared to other games because it kind of sets this game apart. Like, you get in, if you're somebody that wants to play this and you get in the groove and you love it, like, you're ready to play it. You're always going to come back to it. It's going to be... Yeah, you know, do you want to talk about the control scheme a little bit or you want me to explain it quick? Well, I mean, you have to use your your right trigger and bumper on the xbox to attack or r1 r2 uh for uh playstation users and the uh left side for the bumper is your shield if you're not two-handing yep if you're two-handing you're just screwed you're gonna get hit all the time so (laughs) yeah you know that's fun i i'm not a huge fan of that either you can dodge out of the way but you know it when it takes you uh 10 seconds to dodge you're still going to get hit a lot. That's how it feels. It feels like 10 seconds goes by. It's so... <laughs> Dude, I got my... <laughs> I just don't even know where to start. I just... it. It's... I got to the first area, like, after the tutorial. And I guess at the end of the tutorial, you have, like, a smaller boss to fight, which didn't seem small or feel small to me. Like, no, that guy popped not. down, and I was like, what the... Fuck, like this isn't this is a tutorial and big I was, chonky demon yeah really scared trying to jump around you have like no stamina when you start playing this game yeah two hits and you're done <laughs> so well that's hell stamina uh, well yeah like i mean you get two, two attacks and then yeah. yeah and then you gotta oh wait. i got you yep. okay <laughs> but i mean Everybody else, all the enemies can move way faster than you. They can do more attacks than you. It's, it feels like just a losing game constantly. Like you're playing against the house at a casino. Like they have the advantage. And I'm not a gambler. So it makes sense why I did not take to this game. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand this. Why does, why is this fun for anybody? It actually stressed me out to play. Yeah. I would start out really good. And after about 30 minutes, like, it's like, I'm so upset and I can feel it in my body. It's not like I rage quit or anything, but it was like, I got to be done because this isn't fun anymore. And and for me, when I'm playing a game, it's usually fun or relaxing, mm-hmm. enjoyable. This game was never enjoyable. Not one time for me. I only got frustrated. So to it just didn't hook me. And that's okay. I, I, I believe I said earlier that I kind of... It was like of, a 50-50 yeah, chance. Yeah, 50-50 chance where you might get into it if you can 
figure out the groove or it might really frustrate you and it ended up frustrating you and like i said it that's all the stuff i felt the very first time i played i bounced off this game real hard the first time i was like who would want to play this yeah that's that, how i felt i remember thinking that. <laughs> who would want to put themselves through this like that first <laughs> tutorial boss i'm standing up there on this ledge chilling and i'm like i don't want to go down there and fight that and then the boss is like no nah, you don't need that ledge jumps up destroys it and kills me and i'm like what the hell is this game? Like, why is it doing this to me? And, and I, it was, it wasn't, I, I avoided Dark Souls 2. I never played that. And then Dark Souls 3 came out and everyone's like, oh, it's so good. You got to try it. And like, there's that thing. It's like Monster Hunter. It's like, okay, this game, I should like this, right? Because this is up my alley. It's swords. It's magic. It's like fantasy. And I played Dark Souls 3 and I had some trouble with it, but I finally had this moment where everything clicked, just like Monster Hunter, where I understood what the game was asking of me, and then I got so much more enjoyment on it. Not that it didn't make me frustrated sometimes, it still does, but overcoming that wall just feels good, and I know what it feels like on that other side, and that's that. I think that's why I, I can find more enjoyment, and I have more patience for like, you know what, I'm just going to grind this area a little bit to get like a couple more, you know, a couple more level ups to just edge me out to go down from that three hits per enemy to two hits. And that, that, that makes such a big difference that yeah, I am does. not willing to put in the time that it's going to take to, <laughs> I mean, I leveled up a few times. I think I got up to level eight or nine last mm -hmm. night. And I, it's like, I, dude, I just, I finally came to the conclusion that I don't have 20 years to put into this game and I don't even want to if I did. Mm -hmm. So I I just can't. I went through that first area so many times over and over again. Kept getting to the Taurus Demon. Kept dying. And there was times when I was really close to killing him. Like one or two more hits and I probably would have got him. But then you lose all your souls. Like you, you, you try to get through the first area from the bonfire to the Taurus demon, taking mm -hmm. as little damage as possible. And that way you have more flasks to heal yourself when you're trying to deal with him. But your fight with him is just frustrating and ended up burning up all those flasks. And then you die and you lose all those souls and you can go retrieve them. But the stupid part is, is you go back there and you can't, you can retrieve your souls, <laughs> but you absolutely have to defeat that demon yep. to move forward. You can't go back to the bonfire and level up. That's, and that's that rough. So at that point, it's like, cool, I got 3,000 souls here that are going to disappear because I'm going to die now. And it's gone and you got to do it all over again. Yep. I mean, this is such, this game is an extreme time sink. It can be, And yes. I don't know. It is an extreme time sink. I will not... Uh, you can't disagree about that in any way, shape, or form. <sighs> like you've said so many times, you're going to redo things over and over and over again. You know, and farm and... It, it, you're right. It It yeah. is a time sink in, in, in a different way from like open world games can be a time sink. Because this is more about... You learn an area, you hit it, you hit it, you hit it, you hit it, and then you get a little bit stronger to push yourself even further past that point. Um, I don't gravitate towards games that are that that need that much time put into them. Mm -hmm. um, well, we just don't. I mean, we don't I have would the have, time to do it anymore. Well, yeah, it's that, and also I would need to really, really, really love playing a game to even want to go that far with a game. And, like, I didn't like the controls. I didn't like the way you move. <laughs> yeah. I don't like how you start out and you have tattered robes and all the armor you find or can buy is still, like, not as good as the stupid tattered robes, but those still suck. Or it just blocks a different kind of damage. Oh my yeah. goodness. The weapons that you can get in the beginning are terrible. And yes. I understand that's the point. Like you got to move. That's how games should work. There needs to be a progression because otherwise yep. it wouldn't be as exciting to get forward in a to move forward in a game. Yep. But when you've done it over like 20 plus times, I mean, I'm you're just tired of it. It's. 
it's hard. It's it is this game. It was just as hard as I thought it would be. Actually, yep. it was just as bad as I thought it would be for me. And that's that's fair. I I'm impressed by people that can play it and enjoy it. I I seriously couldn't get past that area. I tried so many times over and over again. And yeah, I just couldn't do it. And here's the thing: I watched you progressively improve your strategy, get better and better. And the hard thing about Dark Souls is the enemies do have these sometimes like wild attacks that can throw you off. Yeah, I don't I don't really agree with you saying strategy. And this is this is why. Okay, the, okay. the well, enemy the <laughs> This is where we disagree. So let, let's We have do this disagree about this game. Mm. I understand and in a way you're right. There's a strategy of knowing where enemies are going to be, what kind of enemies they are. You kind of know what to do. Some are going to throw those firebombs at yep. you. Some have spears and bigger, heavier shields that you got to get around. Some have crossbows that are, they're going to shoot you. Knowing where they are and eliminating them so that they can't screw you over later is great. The problem that I have with this is... The enemies, while they do have their main attacks that you know they're going to do, a guy with a crossbow is going to shoot me, right? Yes. A, a, an undead with a sword can come up and try to stab me, but once in a while he comes up and flails on me for like 10 seconds, hitting me over and over and over. Yeah. Where you can't even block all the hits and you can't swing fast enough to kill him in the meantime because... For some reason, it takes you 20 seconds to swing and it takes him half a second to swing. Like, I get I need to level up, but come on, this is like really harshly unfair. And, you know, the erraticness of how they will attack you and not knowing how they're going to attack you kind of eliminates a little bit of strategy there because you can only control and do and prepare for so much there is some luck involved i can i can i and understand that's where why you're it's from important that. that you remember like and, and you would say this like you just gotta keep doing a run keep you know maybe you'll get lucky this time and just the fact that you say that kind of illuminates that sometimes you get lucky sometimes you don't and that and that's some games are like that. Inscription is like that. Yes. Very I, much I was so. able to finally get to a point where I understood that and liked that. Yeah. I think for this one, though, it was just so. The difference between having a card game where you can sit and think about mm. everything and an action RPG where if something bad happens to you. I mean, can... sometimes you get screwed in inscription and you can't oh, yeah. control <laughs> it and you're like, you got to let like raise your hands up and let it go. But I think it was just, I liked the card game, so it was fun, yes. so I wanted to do it again. Yep. I don't like this game, <laughs> and I didn't want to do, like, I would die, and it's like, I got to do it all over again. It's not fun for me. Yeah. I don't know why it didn't hit. I There are things about it that are similar to Monster Hunter. Yes. The dodging, the, you know, and, and I liked that. And thank God you did have me play Monster Hunter because I know for a fact I wouldn't have been half as good at this game without having gone through that experience. And I was able to, I don't even know how to say it. Use I would it. say hold your own against the boss. Yeah, I mean a little bit. The first boss, <laughs> the first tutorial, quotation marks, boss, you did extremely well like you I think, were surprised yes you did you died once but i watched you dodge attacks that you didn't know how it would go because you just you had a feel for how the windups will look because yep. you watched all those monsters and even fighting the taurus demon i watched you get like within one hit twice yeah and this is this is the the difference like before you get dark souls and it just frust frustrates you getting clo that close that many times is a turn off, right? Yeah. You have to stop. And I get that. But after, like, when you do get it, I get into this mode where I was like, I was one hit away. I almost beat it. I have to give it one more try. I have to give it one more try. I just get tired of doing the same exact thing over and over again. And I will say this. You were partially right in the fact that if, after you get past this point, like, this is this is the first chokehold in Dark Souls, the, the original if you can get to the first blacksmith, which is in the area following this, um, then you can actually start upgrading your equipment a, a little bit. And it, it makes a world of difference, even if you can only get a few upgrades on your sword, because you add that with your level ups and it 
then you actually feel like you're getting somewhere. And when I replayed it again, I actually had the same thing where I didn't, I was like, man, I just don't feel like I'm leveling up very much or I'm getting very far. And once I got to the blacksmith, all of a sudden I was like, okay, now I'm actually feel like I'm noticing a noticeable difference in mm-hmm. my stuff. And that's, that's a difficult path to trek because that's a ways, a little ways into the game. And they really block off a lot of that a little too far into the game, I feel like. For, for a newer player. Yeah, exactly. Works. For a newer player. Like me coming in, I know how Dark Souls works. I can get to that point a lot easier. It's just uh, patience, time. I'll get there. I know I will. Uh, that and oh, I think it was man. just an amalgamation of all the things. Like the gameplay was frustrating to me. Yes. The menu is frustrating mm-hmm. because you have all these different stats. <laughs> That's and even, the hardest thing for new players. You know, it, it, I'm lucky that I have you with me to kind of go over it with me. But at the same time. Even you got mixed up one night and you're like, oh, no, I was wrong about that. I forgot. That's actually this. Like, yeah. it's so big and there's so much to it. And then you have your humanity and humanity points. And, like, the uh, game never yeah. explains that to you. You have to kindle your bonfire to get hues. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, as a new player going going into it, it's yep. like, I don't know what any of this is. And I asked you, like, how do you know this? And you're like, I just screwed around and tried things and clicked on buttons and it's like that sucks like no i'm sorry but why is that fun like you know i don't i don't like that when games force you to fuck around and find out and i would rather just even have a menu on the side that explains shit like i don't think that's too much to ask that you explain what the hell stuff does i i I, if i recall correctly they do have like guides. I know in Elden Ring they'll have guides that will pop up that'll explain things that you can go back and check. Oh gee, did they start doing that now? <laughs> I there think... was a lot of points where you're like, oh, they changed that. They changed this. They did this different in future games. I wonder why. Well, they've. Well, you've got to remember they've honed their craft since this game came out, which yeah. was a while ago, right? You can't, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just make. I just got soul frustrated. It's okay. You're feeling that Dark Souls rage. I get it. But that's also why I wanted you to experience this one. Like, like you said, like the enemies. It feels like the enemies have all these unfair different attacks, and you get like two different attacks. Well, they're right? just so much faster. Yeah. They. It, yeah. It, in Dark Souls Three and in Elden Ring, apparently Rain, they have unlimited stamina. You're, yeah. You're attacked. Yeah, I know that. Some that of part them, annoys me. The way they wail yeah. on you. You, your attacks move faster. It, it's not so slow and methodical because I feel like they were really going for like, hey, if you're in this game, this is how fast a real person can swing this mace. I mean, that's very realistic in that sense. But is that the funnest gameplay? Realistic no. in this game? Are you going to talk about realism? I'm in saying this game? that's just the feeling they gave when off. you are an <laughs> undead person walking around <laughs> with skeleton like. Come on, that's a ridiculous argument. I want to say this game is not about realism. Well, no. Here's how, man. How do I put this? I understand that it's not necessarily about realism, but I think we, over the years, we played so many different action games where you're this big huge guy with a big huge sword you hit the a button and you do like a three hit combo and you have all this stuff you get used to that like it's just osmosis right that's boring right it's boring to be powerful and to be able to do everything easily i understand that point that you're making i think that's that's the main point why i enjoy this i enjoy the fact that i'm not just this all-powerful god but i am taking down these all-powerful gods you you feel like it's like link in legend of zelda you don't like zelda gets the triforce of wisdom she can shoot magic and do a bunch of crazy stuff ganondorf gets the triforce of power he can turn into a big pig and he has a bunch of magic powers (laughs) i get the triforce of courage what can i do i can swing a sword real good i have decent reaction time like they all get this crazy super powered stuff and all you have is the guts to just power through and keep going you know it, I think that's that feeling in the most hardcore sense of the word, right? This is the toughest, the toughest version of that. I don't blame you for how you feel because, like I said, that's exactly how I felt. I understand where you're coming <laughs> from. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I guess you know, 
the only thing I enjoyed was kind of looking around and seeing, because I've seen you play bits of Elden mm-hmm. Ring, seeing where this game was at uh, looks-wise and visually. Yes. I can see how they went. Like, it, it was neat to see the roots of where they got to to make Elden Ring. Uh, it, it's... Yeah. You can tell for back then, they were really trying to push for a real world view of your surroundings. Yes. And it for back then it still looked really cool. It was kind of neat to take a peek at it and just see how far they were able to come with it now at this point is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good back then, but now Elden Ring is beautiful. It looks uh, yeah, like a gorgeous game every time I see you play it. Um, I'm not excited to try it ever. I'm not excited <laughs> to ever play a Dark Souls game again. Also cuz I'm going to just point out fall damage is bullshit. I get really tired of just instantly <laughs> dying when I get pushed off a ledge yeah, or slid. Yeah, that happens. Even, even, even if you don't you die. You watched me make an accident and fall yeah, off a ledge Yeah, you had like 20,000 souls. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, it's fine. I'll get him back. And it's like, gosh, you have a great attitude. <laughs> I don't. Because I'd be like, I'm probably not going to make it back here to retrieve all those souls. I would cry. But... Even if you don't die and you just get damaged, it's always a ton. And then you have to use a flask to heal. And mm-hmm. then you're, oh my gosh. I just. And the flasks don't even heal you up all the way. It's such a small amount of health. Yeah. Just trash. You can upgrade them as you go. That's cool. I didn't get far enough to upgrade yeah. shit. <laughs> uh, unfortunately not. Oh my gosh. Uh, I tried really hard though. You I wanted did. to get past that first area because I felt like I'm not even getting a taste of the game. And I just kept trying and trying and I wasn't making it. And I was like, I guess, I mean, our time limit's kind of up. We kind of have to move to the next thing. Yeah, yep. And also, I I mean, I just was real honest. Like, I don't have the drive. I don't want to do it. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. I don't believe in playing shit you don't like. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I, I really appreciate the time you put in to really try to push through. And like you said, like, if you're really not enjoying any part of it, that grind is not going to get to you, right? You're just going to get frustrated and more frustrated. And I watched this happen a couple nights where, like, you did, like, your first couple runs were good. And then you have one misstep or you get pushed off a ledge or you get frustrated. And then you just kind of progressively get a little worse because you start getting impatient. And that's that's tough. That's not fun. Because I'm tired of <clears throat> doing it over and over and Excuse over. Me. Like, when you spend an hour in one very small area... Yeah. Just doing it again yeah. and again and again. Yeah, I get impatient. I mean, that's it's impossible to not get impatient with that. It's like, I just, I want to see a different area. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to find some I know, new you didn't get to see it. Because there are lots of cool, pretty areas. Sure. But not... Not as interesting as Elden Ring, obviously. You've no, seen some but I'm of that. sure it's cool. Yeah, there's some fun, fun places. Uh, I feel like some areas were done really, really well. I'm like two bosses from beating this game, and I, I really want to get there. And the, I don't I, know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how anybody does it. <laughs> mad, mad props to people that play and love this game because yeah. it's hard. It's it's very hard. You have to be a very tenacious kind of person. Shout out and to Griffin McElroy. Yeah, you know, he I'm, plays I'm, these a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad people enjoy it. It ain't for me. I'll go stick with my baby games in the corner, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's okay. Like I said, the main part of me wanting you to try this was more so I want you to see the like where these Soulsborne games, the beginning of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and... That way, when you do try out Elden Ring, you can see some of the difference. I'm not going to force you to play Elden Ring next time. Uh, you get some palate cleansers. You're going to get a break. <laughs> Don't oh, gosh. Worry. Yeah, I would I'm hope not, so. I'm not that you're not mean. The, you're, not that, you're not that crazy. Uh, <laughs> I want to live to see the next day. <laughs> I would try it, but I don't think it would hit very well no, right off the bat. No, not right now. It's, um, it's good to take a break and yes. let it simmer. Sometimes that helps. So my my opinion is if you're trying to get... Maybe by then I'll be a better yeah, gamer and it, I'll uh, be able to get through more things. If you're trying to get a significant other to try a new game, 
Dark Souls is obviously <laughs> not the choice to go. If you really well, want it could to just be. I mean that's there is the co-op mode. I think it depends on what kind of a player you are. It's like I said, it takes a really tenacious, patient person to do this. Somebody that doesn't mind doing the same thing over and over again. Somebody yeah. that likes grinding. Which yeah. you know, there's other games I like grinding, but this one I was like, maybe it could <laughs> Uh, I think it's the thing of, like I said, the enemies are in the same place every time. Yep. You don't exactly know what they're going to do, but it's the same thing over and Mm -hmm. over for the most part. So it's it's not as exciting as grinding in a different game where it's like Monster Hunter. Some small things will change or you have, I I don't know. It's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to try to scare people off of sharing it with somebody if they think they will like it but like yeah. compare what they do like <laughs> yeah to it compare and see what if that it's in their vein maybe. Uh, this if if they're not much of a gamer at all don't jump them into this if if they've liked any other of the souls born definitely try this out with them or if they like dark dark gothic fantasy games there is a the in the remastered version we played you can enter a multiplayer password and it then yeah even if you're super high level you can have show have your summon sign show up in their game and you can help them run through areas if that is your thing though getting to experience the game solo for a certain amount of time is kind of i wanted to try to to move forward before we played in it together because i thought i need to get this down like (laughs) i was literally in the first area of the game and i was like no just wait like when i get to the second area then it would be fun to try out the co-op and get that perspective but i couldn't even make it past that so Mm -hmm. i was like at this point, if you join and help me get through this, like I'm not really getting the experience no, for not, myself not as same. much. You're you're literally just getting me through the game, and that's not really helpful for what we're trying to do yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm kind of bummed that <laughs> I know you were really excited to play with me, <laughs> yeah, but I honestly, I yeah, I would so much rather play a different game with you, any other game yeah. with you. Uh, where it's fun for both of so, us. So so let's let's do some of the, the our fun fun ending stuff. What what would you feel like you give this a rating uh, at the can end? Can I give zeros out of tens? A one out of ten. I'll give it a one out of ten. I'm sorry. <laughs> Super I don't frustrating. Really, I mean, it looked cool visually at some parts. I think that's about it. I can't think of anything else about this game that I liked. There wasn't anything extra special or fun about the character creation. There wasn't anything cool about, like, the music, the story. Didn't really care. And I, I didn't get that far. I don't think I got far enough to care about anything. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. meh, one out of ten. Don't ever care to touch it again. I will say the only only real bad thing about this remaster is that they use some of the same sound effects they used in the original. So, like, when you're walking through grass or destroying boxes the sound is kind of obnoxious yeah for those moments like the the um the background music is fine uh you know attacks are fine but like just just those little like slight touches that they're supposed to be uh, just just a little too much but like again that's stuff <sighs> this is the beginning this is all stuff they've improved on and sure honed, you know and you know you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And and being able to see that and then see Elden Ring now is amazing. Like, they definitely have come a long way and made mm-hmm. a lot of improvements. And I think that's great. Good for them. It's too bad I can't <laughs> be a customer because I just can't. That's oh, okay. Don't man. worry. In 10 years, you'll you'll play it and then it'll click and then you'll come back and just <laughs> hardcore it. Gosh, I got better things to do with my time. You got to run run the, the run run the Matt Zellman Dark Souls tutorial. You play a game, wait 10 years and go again. <laughs> All right. Uh hey, we don't pay to advertise or anything like that, but if you're enjoying our podcast, and you think someone might enjoy it, why don't you uh, send it over to them and force them to listen to it? I'm just kidding. Just share Ask it. Ask them nicely. Appreciate- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and we just started uh, a Twitter and a TikTok, Coapple Mode. We're going to be posting some clips and some things on there to uh, 
let people know stuff's happening. I'm going to try to keep up with that. I'm not good at it yet. I will get better, I promise. I'm sorry. (laughs) Try to get some chuckle clips on there to uh, lure people in. So if you're not sure if your friend will like it, you could send them that. They don't have to sink in an hour. They can sink. Yeah, or if you have a game you think would be a good suggestion, you know, you can throw it on a comment. And I, you know, I'm always happy to take take new suggestions for things that I might not think about. I'm always finding something like, oh yeah, this is what I should You're throw on my list. You're constantly like, oh, I should put I this I gotta on add it on my, my list keeps getting slightly bigger and bigger. <laughs> Instead of smaller, I gotta work faster. Shout out to you for the music. Oh, thank you. Um, and uh, shout out to uh, Brother Ray for uh, drawing my yeah. fun little characters for our, yes. our, our little pictures on there. Yep, so yep, I, yep. I adore them. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we're going to end it right here. Yep. I'm Matt. I'm Rose. And you just keep gaming with your bestie. <laughs> Ta-ta! Ta-ta!